postseason ended way too soon for the Boston Bruins. And after some lengthy season in review opportunities, we're now turning our attention to the offseason and a quick preview of what we can expect from Don Sweeney here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Thursday, June 8th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every day free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Those of you who have been sticking around since the Bruins ended their playoff run way too early, we'll have heard our season in review episodes looking at the key players, the front office, the coaching staff, free agent uh, signings, traded deadline acquisitions, and the rest. With game three of the Stanley Cup final going tonight, I'm beginning my look at off-season priorities for the Boston Bruins, and uh, a quick preview today of what the off-season may hold. And once again, it all kind of hinges on whether or not Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci will be back. This time last year, there was questions about whether or not Bergeron would retire, and the possibility of David Krejci coming back to the Boston Bruins after spending a year playing in his native Czechia. For me, I thought Bergeron would be back, but Krejci was a big question mark. It's one thing to just resume your time with the team, another to leave and then come back altogether. Now, As I talked about the other day, perhaps the firing of Bruce Cassidy played a part in that. And while you can question whether or not the Bruins would have fared better in the playoffs with Cassidy over Jim Montgomery, the reality is the team may have looked completely different. And it's unlikely that they have this record-setting regular season without that change behind the bench. Both Krejci and Bergeron said they were going to take some time after the loss to the Florida Panthers to talk things over with their families, to assess where they are at physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and make a decision, ideally, prior to the start of free agency, which is on, uh, you know, the first week of July. So we have about three weeks to go until that time. And hopefully we will hear some 
decision one way or the other from both of those guys um, in the coming days. It's possible both will be back. It's possible neither will be back. It's possible that Bergeron comes back and Krejci does not. I'd be surprised if it was the other way around where Krejci comes back and Bergeron does not. Now, as I've said over and over, the Bruins do have this salary cap overage to contend with based on bonuses given to both of those guys last season. And because the Bruins, if they had had 4.5 million in available cap space, then it would have been absorbed into their cap hit for this past season. But because they dipped into LTIR, it went to the max by adding Tyler Bertuzzi, that carries over. If you have that $4.5 million without Bergeron and Krejci in the lineup, it's difficult to swallow. Let's say both come back and sign similar deals to what they had this past year. That would be... Uh, say 3.5 in actual salary being paid to them uh, against the cap, and then the 4.5 million bonus. You're getting two top centers back, 8 million total against the cap with the bonus overage and their cap it combined. Now, of course, you'd just be pushing it to next season, assuming that you are doing the bonus late in deals once again, but that's not super difficult to swallow to have um, 8 million against the cap, say 3.5 combined AAV and um, the bonus overage. You can accept that 8 million for your top two centers. However, if they don't come back, you're stuck with that 4.5 and you don't have your top two centers from this past season in the lineup. And that's obviously a problem. So a lot hinges on their decisions. They're still very effective players. Obviously, Patrice Bergeron is up for another Selkie trophy. Could very well win it. And they're still, you know, fairly, um, I don't want to say fairly not uh, too elderly, I guess, for hockey terms. They're both 37 years old. Yes, that's pushing it, but there's guys who have played longer than that. It's easy to see them going for another couple years if they wanted to. So a lot hinges on whether or not Bergeron and Krejci will be back. And if they do come back and sign for minimal contracts, that combined with the the bonus overage is a palpable amount to absorb for having top two centers back in the lineup. But again, if you just have the 4.5 with no bodies to show for it, that's when you're going to have to explore some more cap relief. And we're going to talk about that here in a moment. But first, a quick word about today's primary sponsor, our friends over at Game Time. 
Now, Game Time is a fantastic ticketing app that gives you low prices and last-minute deals for sports, music, comedy, theater near you. They have killer deals on last-minute tickets and a best price guarantee, so you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. I just got tickets the other day through Game Time for City and Color, Ben Harper in Toronto this summer. I got images of seat views, easy to find tickets, and again, they had that low price guarantee. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. All you have to do is download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NHL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms do apply, but again, just create an account, redeem code Locked On NHL for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets at the lowest price, guaranteed. Thank you so much once again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day every single day, free and available on your favorite podcast app. And every dayers can expect Free Agent Friday on tomorrow's episode where we will look at some players the Bruins could pursue in free agency, beginning with some of their own free agents, hopefully, ideally, Tyler Bertuzzi. We'll talk about that a little later on today's episode as well. But when it comes to cap relief, the Bruins, boy, do they need it. David Posternock is starting the first season of his $11.25 million contract. That combined with Charlie McAvoy's $9.5 million AAV, that takes up almost 25% of the cap combined between those two players. That's significant and we know that other teams around the NHL with top heavy lineups struggle to compete it's a it's difficult to have those elite players under contract and then build a team around them they have a couple contracts up front and on the blue line that they might look to move even if they're hard pills to swallow and might make the team not as good for next season. Case in point, you have Taylor Hall, 31 years old, making $6 million over the next two seasons. He was relegated to a third-line role. He's not even really getting power play time. If he's going to be in your top six, then that's palpable. It's, it's okay, but... You can't have him on the third line in a diminished role if you're making $6 million per season. Charlie Coyle at 5.25. Say you're going to have Bergeron and Krejci back. You have Pavel Zaka in the mix. Coyle may be overpriced for a third line center at 5.25. If Bergeron and Krejci are gone and you have Coyle and Zaka making $10 million combined against the cap as your first two centers. I mean, that's good value perhaps, but there's questions about whether or not they can carry that load. 
So Coyle, I think, is a candidate to be moved. Both of these guys do have no trade protection. Um, 10-team no-trade list for Taylor Hall. An 8-team no-trade list for... No, sorry. A 3-team no-trade list for Charlie Coyle. So they can't be moved. It's a question of whether or not there's a market for these guys at 31 and what you'd get in return. Likely not much. Now, on defense... There have been reports that the Bruins are having buyer's remorse with regards to Hampus Lindholm. Don't know how much validity there is there. Um, He doesn't have any no-move protection until 2027, so it's possible he could be moved. But again, remember how good he was playing earlier on in the season. Norris candidate. He was hindered. Uh, down the stretch due to injury, clearly affecting him in the playoffs. It's more likely that, well, ideally Mike Riley will be moved with his $3 million cap hit. Bessie. Uh, It's possible Derek Forbort could be moved with his $3 million cap hit. Likely more of a market for Matt Grizzlick or Brandon Carlo. Ideally, you keep those four guys to maintain the top four, which was very effective this past season. Jakobs Borrell coming in as well to possibly uh, play on the third pairing. Somebody's got to be moved off the blue line. They have uh, too many commitments there and cap hits that are uh, bogging them down. You can't have Mike Riley dead money again. Not sure it's worth bringing Derek Forbort back if there is a market for him or potential buyouts. Um, so we'll see what happens there. And then on the very back end, in goal, there's always the possibility that they shed some cap space by trading Linus Ulmark. I talked about this before in my Jeremy Swayman year in review episode. He is a restricted free agent and it's very possible that he could get a contract for 4.25, 4.5 million looking at some comparables around the league, Jake Ottinger, Carter Hart, Spencer Knight specifically. Last season or the past couple of seasons, they were able to have that tandem of Swayman and Allmark combined for about 6 million between Allmark's $5 million and Swayman's entry-level deal. Now, they could be faced with a goalie tandem that could cost them $9.5 million, equal to what Charlie McAvoy will carry against the cap, 11%. It's a, it's in a very important position, but it's also a platoon situation. Can you afford to have two high-level goalies on the roster with those deals? That's a huge question that Don Sweeney will face. Linus Allmark's value will never be higher. It did take a bit of a hit in the playoffs, I'm sure, but still, he's likely going to be the Vesna Trophy winner. And there's a market for that, obviously. Um, a team like Edmonton would love to have Linus Allmark, I bet. 
He does have some no trade protection as well. A uh, 16 team no trade list. Who knows if Edmonton will be on that? Possibly because it's Edmonton, but there would still be a market, I'm sure, among those other teams not on the list. And that could be an area where they get cap relief, sign Swayman, and either have a Swayman bussy tandem after Brandon had a very good Providence season, or sign a veteran for cheap and uh, have him serve as backup and kind of a, a mentor for Swayman. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to see the end of the goalie hugs, but that is a very real possibility because they have a lot of holes to fill in the lineup, as we'll talk about here in a moment. But first, a word about today's other sponsor, Bird Dogs. Now, Bird Dogs, I got a couple pairs of their shorts in the mail a few weeks ago, and I cannot take them off. They are so comfortable. I'm not going to lie. They make my legs look pretty good. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving a truly sculpted look. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fixed that issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches. So you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. They also have anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL and enter promo code LockedOnNHL. With your order, they will throw in a free Yeti-style tumbler. That's birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL for free Yeti-style tumbler. Bird Dogs have been treating me oh so well. I love wearing mine, and you will not regret it. So check them out at birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL. The Boston Bruins have several holes to fill on the roster because they have quite a few free agents to contend with. I mentioned Bergeron, Krejci. You also have Tyler Bertuzzi, Nick Foligno, Garnet Hathaway, Thomas Noshik up front, Connor Clifton, Dmitry Orlov coming off the books. They do have already seven defensemen under contract on the back end. Have to shed some of that, in fact. And then in net, Jeremy Swingman's a restricted free agent, as is Trent Frederick. Now, I saw Frank Cervelli of Daily Faceoff today talking about how Trent Frederick is arbitration eligible and could command up to $2.53 million on his next deal. And whether or not the Bruins want to take that on or if they look to trade him. Um, I don't know if they'd get the same value as Tanner Janot did with Nashville, but it's a similar player. As I talked about in his season in review episode. And it could be a possibility where they just cut bait with Frederick and recoup some assets. Kind of not banking on him replicating that 17 goal season. I talked the other day about some players who could make the jump up. You're going to have in the bottom six specifically guys who are making uh, very little against the cap. 
on entry level deals or small second contracts like a John Beecher, perhaps Georgie Murky Love, Fabian Lysel, if he blows things away in training camp, Oscar Steen, Jacob Lauco, Mark McLaughlin, restrictive free agents as well. Shane Bowers, a contender to jump up to the lineup, but he's a restricted free agent. Uh, Unicopinen, Vinny Lettieri, Chris Wagner, all unrestricted free agents. As are Jack Ashan and Connor Carrick. Brendan Bussey, Michael DiPietro, Kyle Kieser, all restricted free agents. That was your Providence trio, and Bussey could be on the NHL lineup if they decide to trade Allmark. So there are a lot of holes to fill and there are decisions to be made in terms of internal signings or decisions to part ways. It'd be amazing to sign or love. I don't think they'll be able to afford it. I would love, love, love them to sign Tyler Bertuzzi. It could mean either Hall or Coyle is sacrificed to the salary cap gods in order to make that happen. Either way, it's going to be a different looking roster next season. You're going to be having some value contracts that they hope pay off. And I wouldn't expect huge dips into free agency when that does hit because of their cap issues. We could see some dumps in trades. Uh, but altogether, it's it's going to be a very intriguing and busy offseason for Don Sweeney. Not in as exciting ways as last year uh, when you are bringing Bergeron and Krejci back and looking to contend for the Stanley Cup. They're not going to have as deep of a team as last season. But maybe that's to their benefit. Maybe that will reduce expectations and they are able to kind of not coast through the regular season, but, you know, just have a decent regular season, qualify for the playoffs, and then hopefully go on a run. Obviously, we all want Krejci and Bergeron to win again before they retire. We want them to run it back as much as possible. Uh, And I don't envy Don Sweeney with all the decisions that he has to make this season. His GM of the year status could be well tested here in the offseason. And of course, they have to buy out Mitchell Miller, which we talked about the other day on the Don Sweeney year in review, uh, his one major mistake this past season. So that's a brief off-season preview for you. Uh, again, tomorrow we'll look at some free agents that could be available, what they might do with some guys, and uh, we will keep things going here with our off-season coverage of the Boston Bruins here on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care of yourselves out there, friends. Take care of each other. Breathe easy. Close your windows. And, uh, yep, talk to you tomorrow. Peace.